For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. KFRK in Denver and 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. And we've got a, a great guest joining us here on our program. Uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi is with us. He is the author of Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. It's now available in ebook, and uh, he joins us today here on our program. And um, Dr. Corsi, you are fantastic. First of all, uh, talk to us a little bit about about this book because th- th- this is a pretty amazing book well it's also available now in hardcover oh and i awesome. narrated and i narrated the um uh, the uh, itunes and the audio book so it's available in all format no more and um what it is is there's a first-hand description of the 40 hours of, you know inquisition i i spent with mueller and why they wanted to put me in prison and uh I refused their plea deal, and to make a long story short, after after seven months of just sheer nightmare, uh, now they're not going to indict me. I'm very pleased about that, but it's just about bankruptcy and ruins your life, and you know that's the story of the book, and um, it's just a horrifying experience. I'm still not recovered from it. We have got uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi with us today. He joins us live here on our program, and uh, he is the author of Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. It's now available in ebook. It's also available in hardcover as well. And Dr. Jerome Corsi with us today. You can get more information online. CorsiNation.com is the official website. And um, so, so, Dr. Corsi, th- this book um, is incredible. You've put a lot of time and effort into this book. Uh, take us through the writing process for this book. Well, I, I started the book in really pretty early on as, as making my notes and as it became more and more adversarial with the prosecutors. I mean, I got a subpoena to the Bureau Grand Jury on August 28th last year and uh, I decided to cooperate. I mean, my attorney, David Gray, said the FBI could get a search warrant and break down the door and take whatever they want, ramsack the house. So I gave them my computers and my external hard drive backup devices, my cell phone, my email accounts. I gave them everything. And um, what it turned out was that they were, I was actually pretty central to their case. They wanted me to link Roger Stone to Julian Assange and they believed I had to be able to do that because then uh, July and August 2016, uh, I had figured out months before Assange released all the emails that he had stolen or that were stolen from the Democrats, I realized that what he had left were going to be Podesta's emails that were going to be released in October. And I had a pretty good idea how he was going to, Assange was going to release these emails and what they would contain. I told Roger Stone. I told others, but I didn't have a source to Assange or any contact with WikiLeaks. I simply figured it out myself and 
special prosecutor absolutely wouldn't believe that, refused to believe that. So it became a nightmare the way they increasingly were abusive and interrogating me and uh, the, the steps they put you through thinking from the very beginning they're going to put you in prison the rest of your life because you're a bad memory. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. Dr. Jerome Corsi joins us here in our program, and uh, he is uh, a great author, an award-winning author. And uh, now, putting this book together, what what was what was this like compared to some of the other books you've written in the past, Dr. Corsi? Well, I mean, first of all, as I wrote this book, and you can tell it from the way I wrote it, I thought I was going to prison, and they had offered me a plea deal. And uh, it was really the first day's testimony when I, I'd forgotten some emails. They allowed me to take 10 days and review the emails. And when I came back, I amended that testimony. But when they wanted me to, you know, when they were blowing this all up, they, they did not get what they wanted. I wouldn't lie. Now they gave me a plea deal. So you have to plead your first day's testimony. Not acknowledging that you'd amended it, you have to say you lied in the first day. Well, I did not. I had not knowingly and willfully given them information that I knew to be false on a material subject with the intent to deceive them. I forgot a few emails, and I corrected that in subsequent amended testimony. Well, uh, they were so furious. I wrote this book explaining how psychologically abusive it was to be questioned by the prosecutors who went and looked at every single person. They had everything. They interviewed everybody I met and talked to in 2016 and 17, asked everybody that I knew firsthand about me, uh, were convinced I had a tie to WikiLeaks that I was hiding. And um, by the end of this, you know, you, you're questioned in a small conference room that's an internal to a FBI building in southeast Washington where the FBI picks you up at your hotel and they bring you in through the garage. You go through the safe room where you have to check in your cell phones and your, uh, all your computers, all your electronics. Then they take you up into the this little conference room internal to the building, no windows, no clock. And I sit at the conference table with my attorney, David Gray, and in come three prosecutors. They sit right across from us and then six to nine FBI, and they are flanking the prosecutors, and they ask you hour after hour questions. And it's impossible, because, you know, they have an eight-inch thick book there on me, and they ask a question, they pull out tab 34, and says, this email you wrote two years ago um, disagrees with what you just said, so you're lying. We could demonstrably prove what you just said was false. I said, well, I forgot about that email. Why didn't you show it to me first? Well, that's how it went on, hour after hour. Wow. So a lot of this, we've got a we've got a great guest with us today. Dr. Corsi joins us today. Dr. Jerome Corsi, he is a, a fantastic author. He uh, joins us live here in a broadcast. His his latest book is absolutely amazing. It details uh, the whole situation when he was involved with uh, Robert Mueller and the witch hunt that uh, took place with all this. Um, so realistically, they just browbeat you with shenanigans and nonsense, and just try to get you to get. To, to basically get you confused to where yeses are no and nos are yeses, things like that. 
I mean, you can't remember. Is, that, is this a real memory, or are you in, inventing it, or are you reconstructing it now that yeah. you've seen some emails? I don't remember. How can I tell you? I remember it. I don't know. Maybe it's reconstructed. Maybe it's invented. I don't know. I just remember it this way, but I could be wrong. They showed me dozens of times when I was wrong. You end up not knowing if you remember anything from three years ago. And, see, my testimony was critical. And if I could have linked Roger Stone to Assange, that would have been their collusion. It would have been Donald Trump talking to Roger Stone and then Roger Stone telling Assange how to use these Podesta emails to post her Hillary a 2016 campaign. And so if they'd broken me or if I'd lied or accepted their plea deal, I think their final report would have written, here's the collusion link, and they would have thought they could have proved it through me. But I refused to lie. I refused their plea deal. I said, if you don't take our plea deal, we're going to indict you in multiple counts of obstructing justice in Washington, D.C. You'll face a jury who hates you. And uh, we'll try to put you in prison for 25 years. You'll bankrupt yourself. You'll spend $2 million in defense. Uh, to sell your house. You'll ruin your family. Or just go into court and swear this one crime. Uh, you'll be a felon, but we will we'll recommend no prison time. That's the only way you can stay out of prison, they said to me. And I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to go in before God and a judge and swear that I committed a crime I didn't commit. It's absolutely amazing. We've got Dr. Jerome Corsi with us today. He details uh, this incredible, incredible situation in the brand new book, Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner for Mueller's Witch Hunt. It's now available in ebook and hardback. And uh, this book uh, details a, a, the whole thing from, from start to finish. Now that the... Uh, the report is out and, and everything. Uh, do you kind of feel vindicated, or are you vindicated uh, with this whole thing? Oh, I am vindicated because they it didn't prosecute me. They wanted me, the Mueller wanted me to plead to one count of a crime I didn't commit, but the Mueller team knew that they could not convict me with a trial. The only way I would have been a felon or on the risk of going to prison was I felt such fear of the chance they would indict me in Washington, D.C. and try to put me in prison for 25 years. I'd have pled to this lesser charge in order to avoid that. I said, look, if I have to lie to God a crime I didn't commit, then go ahead and put me in prison. I'm 72 years old. Put me in prison for 25 years. Be in prison the rest of my life. Go ahead and do it. And I explained that in the book and explain how difficult this whole decision was and the psychological pressure it puts you under. Well, I had done nothing wrong. Wouldn't have been a crime if I saw Assange. Wouldn't have been a crime if I introduced Assange to Donald Trump or to uh, uh, Roger Stone. But, you know, I don't know Donald Trump that well. I've only spoken to him a few times, and I didn't know Assange at all. And so there was no contact with Assange that I made or WikiLeaks. And it was impossible that I could have introduced Roger Stone, somebody that I was not in touch with. That broke their case. We have got a uh, great guest with us today, Robert Mueller, or er, uh, 
<laughs> That's a Freudian slip. Uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi joins us today here in our broadcast. He uh, wrote a fantastic book about, uh, it's called Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. It's now available in ebook. It's also available in hardback. You can get more information, CorsiNation.com. Now, um, you have written a lot of other great books in the past. Unfit for Command, which was a new, number one New York Times bestseller. Uh, the Abomination. Uh, you also the author of the bestseller Killing the Deep State, The Fight to Save President Trump. Um, so far, the reviews for your, your latest book here on, on the Mueller witch hunt, um, have they been as positive and, and well-received as some of the others you've written in the past? I think it's one of my uh, better-reviewed books, better-received. I mean, go on to Amazon, it's got out of five stars, it's four and a half stars. And usually my books are trashed by the left. They haven't done that this time. People who are reading the book are saying it's a frightening book. It reminds them of the Gestapo or you know, George Orwell's novel, 1984. And if it happened to me, it could happen to you. And the FBI and the Department of Justice are on a political mission. They're way out of control. And I think that you know we can't have a politicized and weaponized Department of Justice that, you know, if you're a, a Christian or a conservative, you're a criminal from the get-go. And they're doing everything they can to put you in prison because you supported Donald Trump. And that was my experience, and I had not done anything wrong. And yet I've had to go through this, you know, no job. Now I have no job. I have no monthly income. I've got to reconstruct my life. They've taken, since, uh, since August, through now, through March especially, when I found out I was not going to be indicted, final Mueller report came out, they ruined your life. And so I've now got to pick up the pieces and go on and reconstruct my life. It's absolutely, absolutely a uh, very impactful and interesting story. Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. Uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi with us today here in our broadcast. Uh, Robert Mueller's plea deal was rejected by our guest, and uh, he felt it was fraudulent. The one count that Mueller wanted him to plea was that the first day of testimony, when he had not yet downloaded the 2016 emails, he wanted to give the prosecutors the computer voluntarily in the condo where they lo- where they were located the last day he used them. His crime, he had forgotten key emails. Take us through that process. That's a heck of a well, I mean, deal. You know, they, they have all your emails. They have everything you've done. Every single email, and they can go through the emails, and they ask you detailed questions. You know, what were you thinking this day? Who did you meet with this day? What did you say? I can't, you can't remember. But they can document it all because they've done, you know, have endless, people have had endless resources. The FBI there was no limit to how much money they could spend. And so they thoroughly reviewed every aspect of my life and had it there in front of them. And that was the you know the key to what making this a horrendous experience because nobody can possibly remember um, three years ago or two years ago with any precision. Not the precision where they have it documented in front of them. And they won't let you see what they have. They won't show you that in advance. 
It is a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, the fantastic Dr. Jerome Corsi. He has got the latest Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt, and it gives a first-hand account of what he considers to be uh, the abusive questioning, especially in the last 20 hours. Take us through that process, uh, the last 20 hours, uh, when you were honestly trying to figure out how when they were trying to figure out how you were connected to Assange and, and some of these other things, take us through that process and, and give us a little bit more details and uh, then people can pick the book up and, and read more. Well, I mean, they would, first of all, you know, they had my computer and they had everything in my life in that computer so they could tell everybody I was in touch with. They had my phone records, everybody I'd talked to, they had my emails. And what they did is they put all that data together, and then they would visit. I went and visited um, two people out in Texas uh, that I had been working with on stories with regards to Libya, and my, you know, all of the what I consider crimes that Hillary Clinton committed in Libya. And um, my sources there were the uh, Libyan tribes in exile in Egypt were sending me information about what was going on in the country fighting the Muslim extremists. Uh, and they weren't the Moriarty's, these people in Texas, if, if I had been in touch with Assange. Well, no, I said it was, had nothing to do with Assange. It had to do with the um, tribes in Libya. And so that's, but they did that with uh, people all over the world. They went and talked to people all over the world about me and wanted to know what I was doing in 2016 and if I had any contact with Assange. It's absolutely, absolutely an incredible situation, and the book is Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner. A Mueller's Witch Hunt, and you can get more information online. CourseyNation.com. The book is available in ebook and hardback. And uh, Dr. Corsi, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our broadcast. And uh, I really enjoyed the conversation, my friend. Well, I did too. And thank you very much. My great pleasure. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day, Doctor. There he goes, Dr. Jerome Corsi. And uh, we are going to take a time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up on the other side. It is a big broadcast, coast to coast, border to border. we got more coming up on the other side. brand new marketing partner with us today transmedia worldwide we need your help are you a teacher do you know teacher we need teachers to join the new teachers marketplace and i love teach 101.com and they're calling us constantly here teachers do you have a worksheet or two you can smarten and sell teachers do you have a super activity you can record on your phone and sell we let you keep 90 percent of your sales if you sign up as a pro vendor we give away a significant part of the revenue to teachers in need we help teachers in need who live in low economic countries. If you join this month, you could win $500 in cash by the end of this month. 
All you have to do is join and earn credits to weigh in. We'll be having a cash bonus each month. Check out I Love to Teach 101.com. That's the letter I L O B E T O T E A C H 101.com. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. I Love to Teach 101.com. When you're looking for today's best advertising, there's just one place to go. LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. LEDsigns.com. Get you customers guaranteed. Rent a portable LED sign from LEDsigns.com, and it will be delivered to your destination for about $33 a day. Or rent to own it. Advertise your business, service, or products all day, every day. That's LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. Give them a call today, 1-800-955-0505, and get a complete advertising package deal. Visit LEDsigns.com, L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. Fill out the form and mention in the comments that Bill Anderson sent you. LEDsigns.com, advertising done right. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM-19. Oregon DM-80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission, DC-32. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are coast to coast here on iHeartRadio. AMFM247.com. Tune in. iTunes and Radio Loyalty. We have got a fantastic, fantastic guest coming up here in just a few moments. We're going to check in with our good friend Frank Fernuccio from USA Cup Policy. He is going to talk to us about some of the different news and views going on around the country. And if uh, you want to find us... Find us online, JiggyJaguar.com. Also, the TuneIn apps, Radio Loyalty, everything else. And uh, Frank Fernuccio will join us here in just a few moments. And uh, he joins us, in fact, right now. Podcast here on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com. Of course, 50-plus AMFM stations. The app, everything else, iHeartRadio, and uh, we are going to talk to Frank Bernuccio here in just a few moments. And uh, we're going to talk State of the Union. We're also going to talk about some of the other things. Um, one of the things that I do want to get Frank's thoughts on, and this is just because Frank's a common-sense guy. He understands the world around him. Um, on our way back from Las Vegas uh, last week when we were out uh, covering the Adult Entertainment Expo in uh, the Hard Rock Hotel, we got stranded on the side of the road with a, with a blown tire in Arizona coming back. And uh, we ended up running in uh, – we, we basically got a hold of the roadside service. They showed up. And instead of having us get out of the car and get into the tow truck and riding to the uh, the destination where we were going to get the tire changed, they just went ahead and threw chains on the car, pulled us into the trailer, and uh, we rode in the car on the back of the tow truck all the way down the road. And I find out later, Frank, that apparently that's not legal in any of the 50 states. <laughs> 
Well, I, I am sure one of the reasons, I don't know whether it's legal or illegal in all 50 states, but I do know that the insurance company of the uh, of, of the towing company would probably have a heart attack if they found out that that's what they did. Um, obviously, it sounds like everything worked out okay, Yes. but uh, the chances of having a problem are substantial, so... Uh, you dodged a bullet, and their insurance company dodged a bullet. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, um, speaking of uh, dodging a bullet, this uh, State of the Union thing tonight, what is the deal with all of these people who just want to just cause all sorts of mess? I, I heard that there's some... Women's group is going to wear white for some reason in solidarity. Then um, uh, AOC has said that she refuses to to shake the hand of the president. Uh, what is the deal here with all this, Frank? This is a mess. We shouldn't be too surprised. You know, James, since the uh, Democrats lost the 2016 election, they have been trying under various guises to delegitimize the results of that election. Yes. Refusing to shake the hands of the elected president is not an insult necessarily to the president. It's an insult to the electoral process of the United States and the people who voted for that president. Yes. And, in fact, anyone who believes in the concept of free, full, and fair elections. Um, interestingly enough, when you look at someone like Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, it's sort of the symbol of the low-information voters' success. Um, both Ms. Cortez, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, as well as Beto O'Rourke from Texas, have been two people mentioned as future presidential candidates for the uh, Democrat Party, and yet forget whether they're Democrat or Republican or liberal or conservative, or even their views on particular issues, their lack of knowledge of facts is rather outstanding. It's something that jumps out at you right away. And it tells you something kind of worrisome about the future of electoral politics in the United States, when it's not just a low-information voter you have to worry about, but a low-information elected official <laughs> that you have to worry about. <laughs> this is just craziness. I know that uh, fairly recently i seen a... I think it was was it was either Fox or CNN. They had a they had a um, uh, graphic up of all these contenders for the <laughs> Democratic uh, nominee uh, for the next presidential election. Um, this is insane because there's only probably three names on there that I know of. The rest of them are all people who you would know of if you were like a, a, a big politics watcher or whatever. But for the most part, it's like, I don't know who any of these people are. Um, Judge, <laughs> you're pointing out something that's really kind of important here. Yes. Um, you know, we used to have candidates running for president, whether you agreed with them or disagreed with them, liked them or didn't like them. But at least they had a certain level of gravitas, a certain level of achievement. Yes. We're now coming to the point in our politics and our government where you have people running basically because they're the prettiest people in the field. <laughs> you know, if Alexander Ocasio-Cortez yes. was a 60-year-old fat, balding guy, uh, she would have gotten no attention whatsoever. Yes. If Bader O'Rourke were the same, he would have gotten very little attention. Unfortunately, we're starting to vote for politicians 
the way we used to vote for prom king and queen. <laughs> We're not listening yes. so much to their points of view. Well, is this candidate cool? Um, does he look good? Does she look pretty? And that might be sexist to say, but we're saying it about both males and females, so it's not really. Uh, we've got to start taking our elections a lot more seriously, not voting for the coolest candidate, but for the candidate who seems to make the most sense, or at least seems to have a glancing familiarity with the issues facing the country and the possible solutions to those issues. Yes. Yes, I completely agree with you, Frank. We have got uh, Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Uh, we, we've talked a little bit about this State of the Union and some of the antics that are going to be going on. Um, what do you make of the State of the Union? There's a lot of folks that say that this is uh, a, a uh, this is just simply uh, a re-election kickoff speech. Well, of course it's not because the... the, the there's a requirement to do the State of the Union, and uh, the yes. president is, is, has to do this. But one of the things that we're going to hear in tonight's State of the Union is a lot of bragging, justifiably so, on the good state of the American economy. What a radical change in the past two years. If you look at the Bureau of Labor Statistics, total non-farm payroll employment rose by 304,000 jobs in January. We're looking at an economy, James, that has added... 4.9 million jobs since January 2017, when President uh, uh, Trump took office. The Wall Street Journal just reported that U.S. stocks have posted their best January in 30 years. Most importantly, we're looking at a comeback of something that uh, President Obama said was impossible. You might recall that President Obama said that manufacturing jobs are going and they're not coming back. Well... We've seen a huge uptick in manufacturing jobs. Those are really important because unlike jobs where we sell hamburgers to each other, manufacturing jobs are well-paid middle-income jobs with benefits and all of the like. So those are that's a real victory for the middle class. That's something that I think President Trump is justifiably going to brag about tonight. We've got Frank Pernuccio with us today. Now, Frank, uh, before we go, give us a preview of your uh, radio broadcast this weekend. Well, obviously we're going to talk a lot about what's going to happen tonight at the State of the Union and, of course, the Democrat response to it. Uh, we know that Stacey Abrams, who was the losing candidate for governor in Georgia, is going to be delivering the response. I, it's kind of baffling why the Democrat Party would have to pick someone who lost a race and frankly was a sore loser about it to deliver the response. We'll talk a lot about that tomorrow. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. I'm looking forward to uh, the program this weekend and the State of the Union as always. And uh, thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you next week, man. Yes, we look forward to our next discussion. Definitely. Welcome back. Thank you, my friend. Uh, there goes Frank Bernuccio, our good buddy. And uh, we are going to take a timeout. And when we come back, we have got more coming up. It is the World Famous Cheeky Check Wire Radio Broadcast. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM-19. Oregon DM-80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission DC-32. 
Okay. Welcome back to our broadcast. We continue to be coast to coast and motor the boat. On IMFM247.com, tune in iTunes and radio loyalty. Get a hold of us online, jiggycheckwire.com. Jiggycheckwire.com. We used to have .us, but we don't have that anymore, so. We don't, uh, we don't do that, uh, as they say. I don't know who's saying it. don't know why they're saying it, but they are indeed saying it. When we come back here in our program, we have got a uh, fabulous guest coming up. So stay tuned. Got more on the other side. It is the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. HugeSportsStore.com is an online store that has a great selection of sports merchandise with fantastic prices. Whether you need golf equipment, outdoor gear, fitness apparel, items for team sports, leisure sports, winter sports, fishing or water sports, and much, much more. HugeSportsStore.com has you covered. There is no reason to drive across town for your sports store needs. Order everything you need from HugeSportsStore.com. At HugeSportsStore.com, you will find big brands at low prices wholesale prices for millions of products visit hugesportstore.com for all your sporting needs their selection is incredible and the customer service is second to none hugesportstore.com that's hugesportstore.com We've got a brand new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. We need your help. Are you a teacher? Do you know a teacher? We need teachers to join the new Teachers Marketplace at iloveteach101.com. And they're calling us constantly here. Teachers, do you have a worksheet or two you can smarten and sell? Teachers, do you have a super activity you can record on your phone and sell? We let you keep 90% of your sales if you sign up as a pro vendor. We give away a significant part of the revenue to teachers in need. We help teachers in need who live in low economic countries. If you join this month, you could win $500 in cash by the end of this month. All you have to do is join and earn credits to win. We'll be having a cash bonus each month. Check out I Love to Teach 101.com. That's the letter I L O B E T O T E A C H 101.com and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. I Love to Teach 101.com. When you're looking for today's best advertising, there's just one place to go. LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. LEDsigns.com get you customers guaranteed. Rent a portable LED sign from LEDsigns.com, and it will be delivered to your destination for about $33 a day. Or rent to own it. Advertise your business, service, or products all day, every day. That's LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. Give them a call today, 1-800-955-0505, and get a complete advertising package deal. Visit LEDsigns.com, L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. Fill out the form and mention in the comments that Phil Anderson sent you. LEDsigns.com, advertising done right. 
Peacemaker Coffee understand the ritual of the pour-over is like a meditation. There's no machine in your way, no flashing green lights, no electric power cords, just you and a few simple tools. The final cup is reminiscent of one from a drip coffee maker, but noticeably more delicate and complex. With Peacemaker Coffee, observe the bloom. Experience the first trace of coffee steam. Notice how the spiral of the pour alters the final cup. This simple experience gets you in tune with your coffee. Peacemaker Coffee Company is a coffee company that supports law enforcement and knows how to make a great cup of coffee. Peacemaker Coffee is dedicated to the men and women serving in this great country of ours and to the men and women who support them. Visit their website today. PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are Coast to Coast and part of the motor. On Talk America Live each and every weekend. iHeartRadio each and every day. Monday through Friday at TalkShoe.com. Also find us on the mix on Tuesdays. Watch our Twitch live stream of the Sunday radio broadcast. Each and every Sunday, 2 to 4 Central, 3 to 5 Eastern. And, of course, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and download our app, ShiggyJaguar.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. We have got a fantastic second segment coming up here in just a few moments. We've got a guest patiently waiting on the line. We'll get to them here in just a few moments. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. These folks are absolutely amazing. And they are doing things in the world around us. Go ahead and get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com. Lots of good things happening over there at JiggyJaguar.com. We have got a fantastic, fantastic new marketing partner we want to tell you about here in just a few moments. Now, of course, you all know uh, we we, we love the pets here on our big broadcast. People uh, see them all over Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and and all these places. But uh, we have got a great new marketing campaign we want to talk to you about fundraising for a new dog shelter this fundraising campaign is by lars fj and it comes from our friends at gogetfunding.com go to gogetfunding.com search fundraising for a new dog shelter the number two this is absolutely amazing we'll tell you a little bit about these folks they're fundraising for a new dog shelter they need a bigger more stable and compact construction currently they've gathered around 70 dogs that people don't quote unquote need anymore and the group is growing really fast they tried to improvise in the backyard and other neighbors yards but not so much space is left anymore so they're trying to build a new facility on their own and they're thankful for as much help as they can receive god bless everyone who donates and they hope for the best on this wonderful wonderful journey with these wonderful creatures they thank you for checking out fundraising for renewed dog shelter go over to g-o-g-e-t-f-u-n-d-i-n-g.com and search fundraising for a new dog shelter the number two and tell them you heard about it here Transmedia Worldwide. Let's get to our next guest on the line here in just guest here in our broadcast. The uh, fantastic Richard Kurtz. I uh, I have I had a little bit of a laugh with him during the break, and uh, 
I'm sure I'll talk to him a little bit more off the air about this later on down the line. But uh, Richard Kurtzman is today here on our broadcast. LaHoyaWritersConference.com is the official website. Check that out today. Rhetoric versus reality. King of the mountain. Of course, uh, Dale Carnegie emphasized that uh, the human nature loves to be appreciated. Most of us seek appreciation with success. Winning the game by cheating is not winning. Many of our leaders and lawmakers don't get it. Cheating is cheating. A childhood game of the King of the Mountain demonstrates that many of us seek success at the failure of others. Well, it's time for society to grow up. Following up on this is our contributing political scientist, writer, media strategist, and gardener, our good friend Richard Kurtz. Now, you've got two personal stories here. Uh, Kick us off, my friend. Well, one is about Dale Carnegie, who wrote How to Succeed... Uh, I'm sorry, How to Win Friends and Influence People. In yes! 1936. I love that quote. And, and every every piece of that book is applicable to this day. And I learned about that book when my dad transitioned from uh, blue-collar to white-collar work back in, I think, 59. And uh, he was just thrilled with the words of, of people like uh, Dale Carnegie and... He, it was, they were very inspiring, they were very effective, and of course in the teachings of the insurance industry, you're teaching people all about people because they're selling an intangible, which is of course insurance. Yes. And the training, the training for, for trained insurance people, the, the psychological and sociological training was back, at least back then, exceptional for captive agents. But anyhow, that's when I had first heard about the book, and that came to mind as we were getting into this college cheating scam that everybody thinks is brand spanking new. Um, <laughs> which leads me to story number two about me and my alma mater. I went to a little school in upstate New York that's been around since uh, 1795. It's called Union College. And it's primarily an academic school. It's, it's highly selective. I, I think there's still under, under 3,000 students. Uh, and, you know, um, people notice things about each other on a small campus like that. And, um, and when I got there, um, uh, I got there as a transfer student, and I was four years older than everybody else because we had put ourselves through college. So I tend to notice a lot of things. And a lot of the people wandering around on campus, were kind of some of them were dragging their knuckles, uh, which seemed like other than academic people. Um, as you can imagine, the, the not literally dragging their knuckles, but you understand the imagery. Uh, anyway, as it turns out, uh, a fellow by the name of Ned Harkness, who was the uh, uh, coach for the uh, Detroit Red Wings hockey team, yes. was brought into Union to bolster up their hockey team. Somebody spent a million dollars, just to give you some idea how much inflation has changed things, and built a hockey rink based on the idea that the school would bring in Ned Harkness and Ned Harkness, and they'd, and they'd get some kids there that could actually play hockey, and then we can get out there and um, uh, take names and kick asses out there on the ice, <laughs> yeah, as, yes, yes. As, as Union never did before, um, but they were determined to have it occur. Um, so Harkness came in, and apparently he got together with one of the assistant directors of admission and did a little cooking of the books that brought these exceptional hockey players and they were so good that they were beating the farm teams for, uh, the farm pro teams 
okay? And for wow. a school to transist that fast, when something changes that quickly, from guys who are out there hitting the books and sometimes hitting the ice to uh, sometimes hitting, hitting the, the puck and scoring and really kicking it out there on the ice, somebody said, hey, we ought to look into this. And sure enough, this director of admissions and the uh, assistant director and, uh, and Ned Harkness uh, got caught. I don't know what happened to the students. I think a lot of them flunked out. But, um, but I do know that that assistant director of admissions was politely asked to leave. And Ned Harkness, interestingly enough, went on to coach the U.S. hockey team that year. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, he always, so, at least, you know, at least, in, uh, at in, least he landed on his feet. In the cesspool of life, the large lumps do tend to go to the top. Uh, but I, as when you look at this as a situation, I always wondered. I never ever expected to get accepted at Union, uh, and and most of my grades throughout high school and throughout junior college looked more like a blood bank than an academic record. Yes. And um, when I went to Union, I was not a stellar student on paper, but I learned a hell of a lot. Loved the school. Two of my kids went there afterwards, uh, and exceptional educational institution but I always wondered about how did I get there and who else got there because the same guy that was cooking the books was the guy that approved my admission <laughs> Fantastic. So, so that was always gnawing in the back of my head and that tends to spoil the game that is uh, Richard Kurtz. He's with us today. Strategies PR. He's fantastic. Redder versus reality. King of the mountain. Uh, now, talk to us about a political example of the worst. Well, then there's Harry Reid. Um, uh, in the, in the, what was it, the 2012 uh, race when he falsely accused Romney of not paying his taxes for 10 years. Now, I'm not a fan of Mitt Romney. But I know when you're at that level and you're making that kind of money and you're paying the accountants and lawyers the amount you're paying them to, you know, keep your taxes legal but to a minimum, the one thing that you don't do, uh, unless you're Al Sharpton, is you don't not pay your taxes. Uh, so, you know, everybody knew that he paid his taxes. Uh, and he would have had to expose his taxes, which is nobody's business, uh, in order to prove that. But when Reed was approached by this afterwards, he, he made a very interesting comment. He said, Romney didn't win, did he? <laughs> uh, now, what that does is that changes the playing field. It changes the playing field, and if you look at professional sports, if you look at anything else where the competition which we are a competitive society. If you look at any playing field where the competition is on the field, the absence of balance makes for a lousy game. The absence of rules makes for a lousy game. And that's just plain fact of life. It ruins the game. So the lessons from this are, uh, you know, you don't take the refs off the field to make the football game better. You just don't do that. Yeah. Sooner or later, eight, ten games down the line, those guys are going to be showing up carrying bats because yep. one team wants to win and the other team will be carrying chains. And you've changed the game from football to gang war. Um, if you don't 
straighten out the mess with college admissions. Sooner or later, the only people who are going to get into college and come out of college are going to be people who somehow knew somebody or connived their way in or wrote a check. Why this 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 star person from Hollywood wrote a half million dollar check to get their kid into USC, I'll never understand. Um, but, you know, they were nonetheless, you know, that much money was comparatively inconsequential to assuaging their their aim for their child. And I've done an awful lot for my kids, but I didn't have to cheat to get them into college. I certainly <laughs> didn't have to cheat to get them out. Uh, a friend of mine who went to Harvard had told me once that Harvard's got a very small front door, but a very big back door. So that once you get in there... <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they will do anything to make sure that you graduate so it doesn't look bad, because dropouts don't look good to the Ivies. Um and I'm not a fan of an awful lot of what Harvard does and, and who they've put out, but that is a fact. When you get into a good school, they really work hard to help you get through it, but there's getting you through it, and then they're shoving you out the back door like what happens in a lot of public schools. Um, it ruins the game. It ruins the game. I will tell you from once-removed conversation with with uh, uh, young Miss Clinton, who was at Brown one day looking at the school, um, she was not material for Brown. She's probably not material for community college. You know, she's a box of rocks with a famous and rich mommy and daddy. And, um, and that will get her far enough in life. But had she had to play the game on a level playing field, that would not have been where she got to go. And she did, ultimately, I don't think she went to Brown. I don't remember where she went. But the fact of the matter is, the lesson that we have to take from this, from this news flash, which is not a news flash, is that when you cheat, you ruin the game. You ruin the political game. You ruin the legal game. You ruin the, uh, the moral game. You know, and, and you certainly ruin the sports games. You know, if, 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 you, if you put a midget in with somebody the size of Andre the Giant in a wrestling situation, um, you do not have a level playing field. <laughs> you have a circus. And I love and, circuses, uh, Richard. But, uh... I like circuses, too, but, I, but, but I, I don't want to see one in the halls of Congress. Well, well Richard, uh, what, what, is, what is the lesson here, my friend? <laughs> the lesson is... is we have to play by the rules. If you don't like the rules, well, the rules can be changed and adjusted for common sense. Uh, but go out on the, on the highways and take away the rules. And you're going to have a lot of dead people, a lot of injured people, a lot of bent metal out there. Because human nature is not always at its finest hour when somebody wants to put their own interests first. There's enough of a problem with people who are willing to break the rules. If you take the rules away, if you take away society's incentive to follow the rules, and say, well, that rule's no good because my guy didn't win. Well, play better. You don't like the fact that Trump got elected? Put up a better candidate. Yes. 
Well, that's uh, where uh, that's where we'll leave it for today. Richard Kurtz is with us, uh, strategiespr.com, and, of course, uh, La Jolla Writers Conference. And, Rich, I appreciate it. And uh, I will talk to you next week on the program. But uh, if you have a few moments on Friday, give me a call, and we'll, we'll, we'll chat uh, off air. Yeah, I've got a couple of curiosity questions for you. We'll chat tomorrow. Okay, give me a call, my friend. I appreciate it. There he goes, Richard Kurtz. And uh, we're going to take a timeout. Mike Orlando is on the way. today's best advertising there's just one attention this is a public notice from citizens disability if you are one of the millions of americans who are disabled and unable to work you may be entitled to disability benefits from social security receiving benefits is your right if you suffer from a physical or mental disability whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied Citizens Disability can help. You'll be given an advocate who will evaluate your situation, handle your application, and deal with Social Security. Best of all, there is no fee until you receive your benefits. We only get paid if you win your case. To get started with your free no-obligation consultation, call 800-504-1639. That's 800-504-1639. There are a vast number of conditions that can make you eligible for disability benefits, many that you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work... Call Citizens Disability today. Again, that's 800-504-1639. 800-504-1639. That's Citizens Disability. 800-504-1639. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM-19. Oregon DM-80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission DC-32. HugeSportsStore.com is an online store that has a great selection of sports merchandise with fantastic prices. Whether you need golf equipment, outdoor gear, fitness apparel, items for team sports, leisure sports, winter sports, fishing or water sports, and much, much more. HugeSportsStore.com has you covered. There is no reason to drive across town for your sports store needs. Order everything you need from HugeSportsStore.com. At HugeSportsStore.com, you will find big brands at low prices. Wholesale prices for millions of products. Visit HugeSportsStore.com for all your sporting needs. Their selection is incredible, and the customer service is second to none. HugeSportsStore.com. That's HugeSportsStore.com. We've got a brand new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. We need your help. Are you a teacher? Do you know a teacher? We need teachers to join the new Teachers Marketplace at iloveteach101.com. And they're calling us constantly here. Teachers, do you have a worksheet or two you can smarten and sell? Teachers, do you have a super activity you can record on your phone and sell? We let you keep 90% of your sales if you sign up as a pro vendor. We give away a significant part of the revenue to teachers in need. We help teachers 
in need who live in low economic countries. If you join this month, you could win $500 in cash by the end of this month. All you have to do is join and earn credits to win. We'll be having a cash bonus each month. Check out I Love to Teach 101.com. That's the letter I L O B E T O T E A C H 101.com. And tell them you heard about it here. Hands Media Worldwide. I Love to Teach 101.com. When you're looking for today's best advertising, there's just one place to go. LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. LEDsigns.com. Get you customers guaranteed. Rent a portable LED sign from LEDsigns.com, and it will be delivered to your destination for about $33 a day. Or rent to own it. Advertise your business, service, or products all day, every day. That's LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. Give them a call today, 1-800-955-0505, and get a complete advertising package deal. Visit LEDsigns.com, L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. Fill out the form and mention in the comments that Bill Anderson sent you. LEDsigns.com, advertising done right. Peacemaker Coffee understand the ritual of the pour-over is like a meditation. There's no machine in your way, no flashing green lights, no electric power cords, just you and a few simple tools. The final cup is reminiscent of one from a drip coffee maker, but noticeably more delicate and complex. With Peacemaker Coffee, observe the bloom. Experience the first trace of coffee steam. Notice how the spiral of the pour alters the final cup. This simple experience gets you in tune with your coffee. Peacemaker Coffee Company is a coffee company that supports law enforcement and knows how to make a great cup of coffee. Peacemaker Coffee is dedicated to the men and women serving in this great country of ours and to the men and women who support them. Visit their website today. PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com Welcome back to the world famous Chicky Jaguar Radio Broadcast, coast to coast, and boulder to boulder on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. Of course, the mix on Tuesdays. Watch our Twitch live stream each and every Sunday for the Sunday Radio Broadcast, 2 Central, 3 East. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 